Yo, 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 yo. All right, all right. What up, everybody? So today is, um, shit. It's like the Saturday past Thanksgiving. I think it's, um, I think it's the 27 or 28. I'm not sure. Not 100% sure. Maybe it's the 30th. I don't know. That kind of lost in my days here. Uh, when I mean lost, I mean, that like, I did stuff early in the week, you know, work-wise. Monday, went to go get some permits, and, you know, then on Tuesday, I was at the DMV all day doing stuff there. You know, getting some stuff taken care of. And basically, you know, um, there was some weather predicted for this week, which came in hot and heavy. Um, Thanksgiving Day, actually. Wednesday was sort of heavy, not too bad. Uh, well, actually, Wednesday about half the day, half the day was bad. But, you know, Wednesday morning, because I called for an inspection on Wednesday on a job I was doing. Called for inspection, and basically, the inspector showed up about 10 or 10.30 at the job, and was, although it was very cold, it was not uh, wet or rainy at that point in time. It was more just very cold. Then when we, when I was coming home, me and my nephew we were on the way home, hitting the freeways, you know, it started to pour. And then it continued to rain most of Wednesday, and then, like, Thanksgiving Day just poured, like, all day. Yesterday, it kind of was like, you know, Friday yesterday. Because it had flooded, there wasn't much anybody was going to do work-wise. And as a matter of fact, it snowed in a lot of areas. And I'm looking at the mountains right now, and the snow level is really, really low. You know. It's actually a nice view of the mountains right now. They're nice being crispy white. Clean white, you know. And the sky is actually really clean. That's the one thing. My city that I live in, it, you know... There's a couple of weather things that really affect it. The wind being the priority. Uh, the wind, it like it gusts, you know, the wind just gusts, wind like crazy. And you know, basically, that happens probably 50 to 100 days. A here it's windy here. When I mean windy, the winds get up 20, 30 miles average. Probably when it's really, really windy, 60, 70, 80 miles an hour. You know, becomes a hazard, blowing down trees, roofs, all kinds of stuff. But, you know, then it's raining some days, you know, and then some days, you know, in my city, it's a little bit, you know, because we're up against the foothills. Sometimes we're elevated high enough to avoid, you know, the smog and stuff. But anyways, my big point is sometimes the weather comes in and, it, like on the wind, it blows out. You can see visibly the smog and the dust and the bad quality air. You can see it. Like, sometimes you just look, you know, the other way towards the beach and you can see just a giant ball of gray, like there'll be blue, blue, the bluest of blue skies, and then you just see like a wall of gray, like the wind pushes it, you 
know, pushes all the dust. You know, the city becomes very clean when it's windy. That's the one good thing about it. And the same thing when it rains. When it rains, it like all that soot hits the water droplets and it goes down into the ground and you get clean air for, you know, 28 to 4, 24 to 48 hours. The same when it's windy. You know, you get about a day or two of good, clean quality or like crisp, clean air. And that may be the case in most cities, you know, on rainy days, but most cities don't have the wind, so the smog that's in the air, a light breeze is not enough to push that bad quality air out. Um, But when, you know, wind is howling, yes. And some cities, like, the more out of the city cities you go, you know, you can see, like, into the deserts and stuff, you can see the night sky very clean. It's the same case when it's really windy. You look up, you can see the stars, like, bright as day. Um, but anyways, you know, it's the holiday season, so I'm picking up work back on Monday, I believe. And... Uh, I'm on my way to go get ready right now. Just got to get some materials, got to connect a few things, and just make sure things are in order for Monday that I can roll out and not, you know, be hit with any surprises. Um, But that has been my job now. In this whole time that I've been at home relaxing, you know, vacation, holiday seasoning, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it, just been the pad hanging eating, as it was the thanks, happy Thanksgiving to anybody that's out there listening to this, but the main thing I've been doing on the couple of days that I've had off, I've really, I've been catching up on a lot of shows that I've started, a lot of shows that I was watching, uh, that I want to watch, just things, you know, I've been, um, you know, my, you know, playing some games, not, not actual video games, but I've been playing a lot of Clash of Clans, a lot of, uh, Mario Kart, almost beat Mario Kart, um, I've been playing Words with Friends, I've been playing, uh, Pokemon Go, well, actually, Pokemon Go, not, not really, I mean, I have been, but I have not been as well, um, But the main thing I've been doing is catching up on the shows, and now that's what this episode is going to be about. I've watched three, two animes and one American show, and I started another one, and I watched The Irishman. But the main things I want to talk about, um, I watched Demon Slayer, and I watched One Punch Man Season 2. I watched The Dragon Prince, and I'm starting to say models right now. Um, but let's start, let's start with Demon Slayer. Now, the internet hyped up a little bit of Demon Slayer, and I initially was, I had that on the background, I was like, oh, I'll watch it, you know, whenever, whenever I get around to it, but everybody was like, no, no, watch it, you know, it's really good, you know, it's a great story. And I was like, what is it about? And everybody was like, well, it's about, you know, this guy. You know, his, his sister turns into a demon, and then he goes on a mission to, like, try to, like, fight other demons and f- 
figure out a cure. And I was like, oh, you know, I'll give it a shot. So the first episode, now mind you, it's taken me about a week to watch it because I was watching it, or maybe two weeks, because I was watching it when I was working like a week ago. And I watched like two or three episodes and then I put it down for it and I watched another episode. This week, I like really like I binged the whole thing. And mind you, I don't have the premium Crunchyroll. Uh, I'm not going to get a premium Crunchyroll because I'm not gonna watch half the animes they have, you know. And I'm not gonna pay to watch the three or four that I do want to watch. I'm just not gonna do that. So I get been stuck watching their commercials, anyways. Yeah, uh, immediately the the show starts off with a bang, you know. Tanjiro and his whole family, most of his family get slaughtered, leaving behind Nezuko. And, uh, you know, he's like trying to figure out what to do with her. The demon that actually came and killed his family, you know, was stunned that Tanjiro was able to like, he was even able to like, you know, like, attack him and fight him. And I don't know, I don't remember how that first episode completely goes. But basically, you know, Tanjiro doesn't die. Tanjiro is the main the main character in the whole series. Um, Inesco is probably like the Maybe the second most main character in the in the series. I want to say definitely top three because some of the other characters come in later in the in the series and actually I think gather gather and garner more time, um, which is the case with uh, well maybe not Zenitsu, you know, and then the wild boar is there for a good part of the end. But Tanjiro is undoubtedly the main the main character now. It it is your typical anime, but I think the the thing that I think I liked about it more, and the thing that I like, that I think that everybody does like, uh, it's the different combination of characters that they got. Now, Tanjiro has a water a water sword ability. Um, where his, you know, his total constant breath, his total constant, total constant concentration breath, is of a water-based attack, um, which leads me to believe that yeah, he is strong because water is undoubtedly water is one of the forces, main forces in the world, and then he's he he hinted at the end of it that he's gonna pick up fire. Now. Zenitsu is electricity, and I and I believe Zenitsu is probably not only stronger but more powerful, and probably he probably is a stronger character. But his character only happens to come out when like he paints or passes out, and I like that dual quality about him because. Um, obviously the show would make no sense if Zenitsu could just thunder slash, like, everybody to hell, like, 
the, the show doesn't make no sense. Like, he's... Tanjiro is learning, you know, but he had no formal training. He picked it up, like, relatively fast, you know. And then the wild boar, I think it's just more of a grunt brute. They haven't got into what his complete strength is, other than he's physically strong. As was the case was he when they took on the the, the spider family. You know, one of the lower five's whole family that he made. The dad, he was able to lock off the arm, which Tanjiro went to go swipe at the dad, and the, his blade didn't even penetrate. So the wild boar, I believe, is probably, on brute strength, the strongest. Um, Tanjiro is more skilled than he is, but he's overall not more stronger than Zenitsu. So each one of them got their qualities about them. Um, you know, the, each one of them got their quality. The main, the main swordsman, and then uh, Nezko. I th- I believe she's gonna be ending up being one of the more powerful demons because she's not eating the humans, gaining power that way. Her power is coming to her naturally and learning it, just like. Tanjiro is learning his, um, all his skills. She's learning how to how to survive as a demon, and then also her her blood demon art is coming more of a natural sense instead of consuming and gaining power that way. Now, the whole show is fascinating. I like that Tanjiro when he kills the demons, they get their little backstory of how they became a demon. Most of the demons became a demon um, a certain way, you know. I wouldn't say, like, they were forced into it or anything, but, you know, there was a path they went down. Um, and then when when they end up getting beheaded and killed, you know, the path is revealed to them that it wasn't the way that they, were, that they had intended. You know, and Tanjiro helps them, you know. He helps him escape the prison that they're in by killing them. I mean, I when he kills the spider mother, uh, to me, that was a really good scene because, you know, he cuts her head off and then, you know, she's like, I'm finally free. I can feel the freedom now. Like, she didn't want to be the mother of the one of the lower fives, you know family and she was pulling the strings and whatnot it, that was a good that was a good scene there to me and then you know his talk with I think he talked to her a little bit but every every demon Tanjiro kills uh, you know there's a little sequence you know especially when he kills a guy with a um, in the house, I can't think of his name, but he ends up having the little, I think they're, I don't know what kind of musical instrument it is, but he taps the building, or he taps his, those instruments, and it sends out, like, either the building rotates, or they get into a different room, or he sends out an attack, and one Tanjiro kills him, too, he doesn't tell him, like, that he thought his music was great, and that his I think he even tells him his 
his poetry was good, and he kills a guy, or kills a demon, and the demon's like, wow, like, he, he really liked the way I was playing that, and he liked my music and all that, and he's like, wow, you know, it was good, and he's like, yeah, it was pretty good, you know, and then he fades out, he turns to ash. I, I really liked that, I gotta get... As a starting, I watched the first, like, I think it's like 20 episodes or 23 episodes. The Demon Slayer, through and through, each episode was good. Um, there wasn't, it didn't seem like any episodes where it wasn't like a little bit of meat to the story. Um, it was well, well written. I think, you know, some, some animes, like, two or three episodes go by and nothing really happens. Or they just, like, they're lost or whatever. This one, they were able to get story up and pushed. Obviously, season two is going to be epic. Because uh, now that Tanjiro has his abilities. And I like the different gangs in, in the in Demon Slayer. There's a Hash, uh, Hashidas. When, he rolls up on, when they roll up on him and they start questioning him, you find out that they have their own 12 main demon slayers and then the main guy is i think he's equal to the main bad guy now i can't think of the main bad guy's name right off the top of my head but um i think it's kubitsu or kubitsu i'm not i don't remember the guy's name they only mentioned him a few times that guy kind of reminds me for whatever reason of michael jackson the way his style is in the beginning, towards the end, he disguises himself as a woman. And I think that's solely because Tanjiro was able to see him um, and come across him, which the other Demon Slayers had not been able to. Or at least they weren't able to, or they died in the process of seeing him. Um, but yeah, the story is really good, man. I mean, I gotta, like I said, I gotta give Demon Slayer probably. Like eight and a half, maybe nine out of a ten. I mean, just an overall quality of it. Uh, no point is it boring. It's not overly like one way or the other, like boring or not without a little story behind a little meaning. But it's it's really good. Like like I said, it's it's up there, and I, and I can see easily now why a lot of people, you know, gravitated towards it and like it. Um, the same reason I do. I mean, I'm like, well, you know, I gave it a chance and it didn't, it didn't disappoint. I thoroughly liked it. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, probably my favorite character in the whole thing is probably Zenitsu. I, I liked his abilities. I liked his powers and how he is. Tanjiro is obviously the main character, but we'll see where that goes. Um, I don't know when season two coming out. They're probably going to be a, a little minute, but I'm assuming it, if it's any if it's as any good as season one, season two should be just as just as good. And I'm glad I got on it and watched it before I got two or three seasons deep, and you know things passed me up. But I'll be right back. We'll get to talking about One Punch Man Season 2 and how good that one was, too. All right, hold up. Okay, so I'm back. So we're going to pick the episode off where I left off. I'm finishing wrapping up 
<clears throat> Demon Slayer, I said positive, positive. Extra bueno um, reviews on that one. Now, moving on to One Punch Man Season 2. Um, just, a, I, I mean, I loved Season 1. Season 1 I thought was a fresh take on like a superhero genre which is what you know it is you know based off of superheroes and like things of the nature like well I don't know if you really want to classify Saitama as a superhero it's a spoof of the genre in general but you know, if you've seen One Punch Man season one, season two takes everything that season one was, and it's infinitely better. Um, now I gotta stop and say I don't read the mangas because I'm never gonna fucking understand the the lettering. That's just you know, it's. I, I mean, if I were to move to Japan, you know, as a full time gig. And stay there for I don't know the, the rest of my life. Of course, I would be not not only would that would be high on my priority to take some classes, figure it out, you know the language and how to read it, you know how to. I would do it, but my goal in watching all this anime and it's still the same goal that I have now is to learn the language to speak it. Now, when I'm in Japan, yes. Eventually, when I do get there, fully in, I don't know, two years or whatever, three years, um, I'll be able to communicate with a taxi driver, be able to communicate with the hotel clerk, be able to communicate to give me something to eat. So I need to listen to it. You know, if you're listening to it in Japanese and you're reading the subtitles, I already know a base level entry like numbers and you know hello things of the nature and there are words that you hear like kawaii which I didn't actually it's actually kawaii but I mean you can say kawaii and then also um there are some words that we've been here saying here in English that are way off um, that I'm like, damn, I wonder why it's so far off. But as I hear it, I hear, I'm listening to it audibly. Get to me. I'm just going to learn it for the next couple of years that way. That's just the method, the preferred method I am choosing. Now, they do speak fast. And yeah, obviously I'm reading and watching and everything. But... I, as I said, I don't read the mangas themselves. Um, so I do know there is a lot more to One Punch Man. There's a lot more to Hunter Hunter. And there's a lot more to all these other animes out there. But One Punch Man takes a jab, I think, at all of it. In And I think I went off topic. But it t- they take a jab at most of the... You know, the things that is read in mangas and that is seen in animes. 
And it, to me, it's not it's not necessarily a spoof because they do everything that you would want out of like an action fighting anime. It stays true to me. Outside of Saitama himself, the main guy, he's just born with an innate ability to to wreck house. Um, he's born. Then I think they don't really explain it. He just discovers that he's got a power to like literally be anything with one punch uh, which is his name I mean he's got the power to just completely wreck you know to wreck wreck and clean house with a punch and not even a full most of the time not even a full force punch now I do like that other people around him the concept is it's very simple. He's the strongest. Uh, starts off with him and King, which you think King might be the strongest, but he, we come to find out that King has just been running. King has had the unfortunate problem of running into monsters. You know, every turn he gets in, the very fortunate that. Saitama shows up when he does every time. King's been getting all the credit. Saitama beats the monsters with one punch. Uh, he doesn't. He's kind of bored with the whole thing. I know there's an interesting dynamic between them two because I don't remember. I, I, it's been a while since I watched season one. I mean, I could go back and watch it, but from what I remember in season one was the story of Genos. Genos, uh, more prominent than King's was. I think King was actually in there. Um, But King's been taking credit for all the work that pretty much One Punch has been doing. Uh, And now he's ranked up there with like one of the strongest um, one of the strongest superheroes. Now, I do like Janos' story, he's, he keeps getting upgrades. He's now on... He's probably right below... Saitama as far as strength and as far as... Uh, Training-wise, his speed is also right there. Just below his. And I make that very clear that he's probably just a hair below... One Punch because... Um, Sonic, I can't think of the guy's name, Supersonic Boom shows up. And Genos is just as fast, if not faster than that guy. And that guy was allegedly the fastest man on the planet for a stretch. That was until he ran into One Punch, and One Punch just obliterates his entire. It, but One Punch obliterates everybody's entire superhero existence. And. His the take on his perception of reality is there's nothing that anybody can do to him. There's no monsters. Uh, he's rather bored with the whole thing. He doesn't really understand. He doesn't have a motivation per se to do these things, other than maybe he needed a little bit of money. But now he's got it. Um, that theme is really inherent in this thing that he's he was searching for a way something to excite him he finds it in Garo or Garo who 
is a hero, an anti-hero villain. That he, his only thing is he's hunting down the the hero. That can they call him the hero hunter? Um, but he's not. He doesn't see himself as a villain. He's got a moral basis that he's not going to hurt innocent people. Um, but once he finds out that you're on the hero list or you're part of the hero registry, uh, he's taking aim. Now, Saitama finds out that that guy is a martial arts master of the flowing water hands tribe or whatever. And he go, he's on his way. He's climbing the ranks. He beats the tank top. <laughs> he whips the shit out of the uh, Merriman Rider. Uh, he whips the tank top crew. And he works his way. He beats Metal Bat. And he beats... I think he what else does he fight. He fights a whole squad of dudes, actually. Gatling Gun. Um, he fights a bunch of them towards the end. Uh, but at, on the same thing, uh, Saitama finds out about the Hero Hunter. And he goes and starts taking martial arts, thinking he's going to find this guy. Maybe if not find him, at least get a good idea what the martial arts can do for him and that's where he runs into what I would think is like the Bruce Lee of the characters I think his name is Suri or Suri or something like that that guy is one kicking people in all the martial arts his, his leg kicks are so, so damn powerful but as it is, he runs up against One Punch in the finals. He actually, it seems like for a while, like, he's got One Punch, sort of. He's sort of, like, just as fast or maybe as strong. But none of the things he does is actually hurting One Punch. One Punch is trying to hold his, his damn wig on. <laughs> and then One Punch whacks Siri, he fucking no, he he doesn't whack him. He he torques him. <laughs> he hits him with he hits him with his butt. He just butt bumps him and he fucking sends him flying out the ring. Now he gets disqualified for having a wig on, but he was an undeniable winner. Now all of this is going on, and the monsters have now come up with their monster monsters association in. In an effort against, in retaliation against the Heroes Association, and the main villain Lord Orochi is behind this all. The heroes don't know who that is, is yet, and the reason the heroes don't fully commit to taking on the monsters is because there's the hero hunter Garu out there, and there's a lot going on. There's the centipede. Uh, that's causing uh, dragon level threats. <laughs> yeah, there's there's just a ton of stuff going on. Um, but as it is, the season was well. I thought there were some parts of it that were super funny. Found it funny that um, Saitama and King were playing like I forget what game they were playing, but. Saitama can't win. He can't beat King in the game. As a matter of fact, King let him get to within like 
one hit or two hits of killing him. He comes back and he KOs Saitama over and over. <laughs> now, like I said, it's a really good... See, because this is... Saitama, as I said before, he... Superman was the only American hero comparable to him. But Superman is more of this rigid character, like, you know, he's goody two-shoes, um... He doesn't have a girlfriend, blah blah blah, you know, and his reasoning for fighting is for justice and and this and that and like I don't really relate to Superman because I'm never gonna be not even close to that. I'm never gonna have those issues, like the nobility ask aspect of what he's doing. What I do see is Saitama's character being much more relatable. He's just simply bored, so he's looking for stuff to do. Uh, he's playing video games. He signed up for a random thing. He joined the Heroes Association for a little bit of cash. And, that's, and nobody knows who he is because he's beating the people so fast, which is one of my main issues with Superman. Uh, in reality, you know, Superman can just run up to anybody and just lob their head off as well, he, including Doomsday. Um, even though the DC fanatics will tell you that he's equally matched because he's weak against magic, he's weak against this, or weak against that, this, that, and the other thing. But it truly is he the most powerful being if he can, um, he, he he can smash the moon to pieces with one punch. He can he can fly so fast that he can spin the Earth in reverse. Um, in time travel per se, he's faster than the Flash. Is anybody can anybody really beat Superman if they're if that's the case? And the answer is no. And and then you got to be left to yourself to wonder like, well, what's the point of him fighting anybody? Wouldn't he just inherently be bored or just be over it? And that is much that is the case with One Punch. They took the Superman part of it and they actually brought him to a real level. And it's funny, like, to me, that's what makes that show great. That he, on the one hand, he is this superhero, unbeatable. He doesn't have no rival. But on the other time, he's like, well, there's nothing for him to really do. Like, every time, like, he goes in and handles the situation so fast. Which was the case, like, when he, when he squared, re-squared off with Sonic Boom. It was so fast that guy thought he was going fast. Saitama was going a hundred times faster than him. And Geno's is looking at him like, bro. And, and in the in the show, Garo is actually hunting what he doesn't know. He's hunting the strongest villain. He wants to take on the strongest guy. He's Technically hunting Saitama, but he runs into King. Uh, well, King and Saitama are both together, and Garo runs up on them, and Saitama nearly kills him just by kicking him through a wall. Uh, and I think he could as I don't know, but yeah, Saitama it totally fucks him up too, but he doesn't know it. 
the monsters now have the ability to change normal human beings into monsters via monster cells that they cannot duplicate which I found kind of interesting because now that gives the monsters a background of how they've been propping up and how they've been you know spawning and stuff and to me like the, the fact that they set up their own monster association in retaliation to the heroes association uh, makes a lot of sense because monsters individually um, the upper upper echelon of Metal Knight Saitama the, the sisters the, well actually they call them the Esper sisters they can crush any monster but what they can't do is handle all of them all at the same time just like in the boys the boys now there's villains and there's regular crime on every street every level even in the military and it's no longer it's no longer able one hero is no longer able to act out solo and they're banding together Saitama doesn't know this but he doesn't really care he just comes in at the very end to save the day um Silver Fang and his bro fuck up Garrow as well. Um, they're infinitely more trained than he is. Um, and they team up with Janos at the end to try to take on the centipede. And it doesn't work. Well, actually, they shatter him, but it just... The centipede molts, as they said. And, lo and behold, King in... Sidemen show up and Sidemen with one punch fucking obliterates the centipede which was amazing. <laughs> I don't know that the shit he does is fucking funny dude. He just fucking threw a right hand haymaker and that thing shattered to it it evaporated. He evaporated the whole thing and he's left to think was that that was it? <laughs> I don't know that that show is amazing. I love it. It's it's the right amount of funny. It's the right amount of action. It's got some serious parts. I like that they take jabs at the whole superhero thing. They take jabs at anime and manga. They take jabs at video games. They take little jabs at other animes. I mean, you know, they got they got what they got in that, and I can't wait for season three. Garrow's already probably top ranked tier villain uh, right next to right next and I think he actually gonna end up beating Lord Orochi himself and taking over the monster tribe um, he uh, could already whip up most of the heroes not all of them I think he's headed for a direct head to head fight with Saitama which Saitama should win but I don't know if Saitama is gonna actually end up fighting him right away because they don't even know who each other are um I think he's gonna end up actually wiping out a lot of the heroes before Saitama eventually figures out that that's him and even at that um there's still the deception that's going on in the Hunters Association and um Janos is no nowhere near finding out which robot was the one that obliterated his whole entire city um so there's stories there's different layers of stories in there that they could go um i'm excited for season three i just found out that there was season two and i found out you could watch it on hulu um so i i did that um 
Yeah, and I, I say if you watch season one, season two is just as good as season one, if not better. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I binged it in a day. It's I binged it yesterday. I'm like totally, um, totally like, you know, like I was like, wow, like this was a good, it was a good story, a good everything. Like, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I watched it. Can't say much, you know, much else about it, you know, other than what I talked about. It was just really good. Really, really good. Um, I thought, you know, Janos is probably, he should be top tier ranked as well. Hero, I mean, I don't know how many, how, what other heroes come close to him. Janos, and Janos got a lot of heart. Janos is the exact opposite of uh, his sensei. Um, he's he's got all the motivation to try to get himself better, and he's getting close. I think he could probably scrap straight up with one punch, but he's obviously not going to win. But he can definitely scrap. Um, it's just you know he doesn't got, he doesn't got that punch. But I he last season he was able to not go toe to toe, but. Saitama can't just punch him because he's too quick. So, and Saitama moves quick. And now, Genos is getting better. They may end up re-scrapping. And Genos may end up being his equal. Um, I don't really know if they're going to ever cross paths again in a violent way. But definitely, I think Genos is really close, I think. Because Genos is faster than... I think Genos is faster than Sonar Boop. And he has his incineration abilities. And I do believe that eventually they're going to come up with the weakness for One Punch. Uh, and I think it's going to be in the form of those espers. I don't think he's going to be able to block it. Uh, and that is something that I believe Genos is fully capable of learning uh, via upgrades. Uh, but yeah, that was that was that. I mean, the season two was phenomenal, man. Season two was phenomenal. I got nothing but positive feedback of season two. Um, yeah, onto season three, and like I said, I watched the Dragon Prince. We'll talk about that right now. Hold on, stay tuned. Hold, hold on a second. Yo, yo, yo. So okay, I'm back. Um, I'm back and. Basically, you know, I just want to wrap up talking about the Dragon Prince. Um, as I said, both Demon Slayer was phenomenal, and One Punch Man season two absolutely phenomenal. You know, and I watched. The Dragon Prince season three, and I thought that as well was absolutely phenomenal. I thought, you know, this season of the Dragon Prince uh, on Netflix had more meat in it, and more action, and more of a the story moved. Like before, in the uh, I think in season one was li- the season one was really good. Uh, there's a lot of story, a lot of characters, a lot of introduction, a lot of things, a lot of things moving. Um, 
It's a little bit quirky. But then season two got really better for the Dragon Prince in the fact that the I think the egg hatched and the plot thickened with, you know, villain the villain truly coming forward. You know, the plot really getting underway, you know, as far as um, you know, what's actually happening in the series and not just like here's a bunch of characters. Not and that's not taken away from anything that happened in season one or season two, but season two was a lot better than season one and just far as far as like wow this is happening and you know the king died and the kids are traveling and they're trying to find their you know they're protecting the egg and then the egg hatches you know and in season three they do everything that season two did and they did it better now I don't know all the characters names because I just don't know it at the top of my head. But there's the two king's sons. There's the, the king that's no longer there. There's the the elf that's traveling with the, with them. Their brother and sister. Um, the evil dad. Uh, a couple of the, the ants. The, one of the ants. The other dragons. The big dragons. They call the main dragon that they killed Thunder, and I think his name is Asmodium. Um, you know, there's there's a there's a lot to season three, but it's it's really good. I really liked it. Um, season three, uh, they basically are trying to get. I think they call him Zip. I think that's the nickname they gave him, but. Or Zim. Uh, they're trying to get him to. They're trying to get him to his, to Zadia, to his side of the, of the realm, and to his actually to his parents, or his, his mother per se. Uh, but you quickly find out that she's ill. They don't know if taking, taking him to her would make a difference. Meanwhile, the evil dad uh one of the prince returns to the castle to resume king abilities or king um duties and you know that doesn't go over well with a lot of the people there's you know people coming in they want a war and he doesn't want a war with Zadia because he knows what's going on but as it were they pressured him into leaving to stepping down as king and they pretty much um, they pretty much basically they take him and they get rid of him and they put back in the evil father I don't know that guy's name off the top of my head but they put him in there and he's like gung-ho for war he's being led by the dark elf I don't know that guy's name off the top of my head either but he's he appears to him as like a shadow he's got his little caterpillar I think it's a caterpillar but it kind of reminds me of like a centipede in a way maybe even something like a hybrid obviously it's that mythical creature but that guy is hanging around that dude and like kind of like 
instructing them how to do things, you know. But the the nations on the human side are gung ho for war because the elves had went to go assassinate some of their kings and whatnot, and there, this was like a retaliatory attack on on Zadia. So they're ready for war. He's ready for war. Uh, they're marching to war. Now he gets over to Zadia and he he immediately fucks up the this I think they're the sun the sun elves or whatever they are. He he takes their power. Actually the other guy does, but he goes into the father and now he becomes like fully dark dark powered. Um and then you know then he he ends up transforming the army to they're able to resist fire from the dragons. And that's how that goes. They end up getting to war. They lose the war. Uh, the humans and Zadia. Well, actually, Zadia defends itself with uh, dragons. It defends itself with like the last little bit of army and magic. <sighs> but yeah, no. Uh, the t- the one son becomes eventually ends up taking his place as rightful king. And then the other son is now becoming a full-blown magic adept, you know. He's becoming magically adept to, like, everything. And he's not supposed to know magic, you know. The humans are are not supposed to be be able to conjure magic by themselves. But he's able to. And it's not... He's not summoning dark magic. He's summoning regular magic, so... He's not turning evil. Uh... They get Zim to his mother And his mother um, Awakens after a deep slumber And they return Zim to his mother And I believe that Zim is going to eventually reside there As well as the remaining Balance of characters They're going to have to protect uh, Zim and the mother Now I think Obviously there's going to be a season four, and I do believe that the dark elf that was turning himself into a caterpillar is now it cocooned, and I think that thing's going to turn out to be really massive, like a dragon, like a dark dragon or a dark serpent of some sort. It could be a snake, could be a moth. They would literally believe to be some sort of venomous moth. Um. But we'll see, you know. The father and then the daughter, which I thought was eventually going to end up good, actually turned to bad. And the brother, who was bad at the beginning, is now turning full-blown good. It's kind of a... They switched roles there at some point, late season two and into season three. Um, but yeah, I think it's phenomenal as well. If you haven't watched The Dragon Prince... Do so. I, I thought it's a it's a really good cartoon. It's in English. It's not an anime. Well, it's not based off of that stuff. It's based off of dragons. I, I really liked it. Uh, I actually watched that in like one day uh, earlier this week, and I basically, you know, I, I give that one to like probably like an eight out of ten. 
And I, I like this one better than season two, and I liked it better than season one. This the show has been steadily getting better at, you know, what it is they do now. Looking ahead to season four, yeah. I don't know if season four is going to be the conclusion, because I think once they defeat that guy, the Dark Elf, the Dark Man, I mean, that should be the end of it. I don't really know. They don't have any other side, uh, like, villains. The dad is vilified with the daughter, but I don't know. He may change. He may change heel, too, because I think he, he's probably going to understand now that that guy is pure evil. Um, and he's been stringing them along. Eventually, I do believe that the daughter and that guy will come back. But they've been they've been using so much dark magic. I don't really know if there's saving them, but they may end up. They may end up. You never know. They kill off some characters in the in the show. So maybe one of them is going to pay the price. I'm not sure, but yeah, I do I do believe that 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 villain is probably once they get rid of him I mean that's pretty much it I mean so maybe season 4 will be the last of the seasons of it I'm I'm not sure I don't really know how many more seasons they're going to go but they do definitely got one more coming up because they they left it on a cliffhanger um you know and they're going to have to defend Zim maybe Zim growing up will be the final um the final you know season but now that Zim's with his mom I don't think he necessarily has to grow up to see the the final you know to see him growing up his mom's already like the great dragon Thunder was the dad um that the dad's dead but the mother looks just as powerful as the dad if not more so I, I do believe she make a presence and fight at some point. I think actually she's gonna have to because, um, like I said, that guy is turning into moth form. Probably gonna end up wanting to square up with with the with the dragon, try to beat him. But we'll see how that goes. Like I said, if you haven't watched the Dragon Prince, I, I highly recommend it. It's a really good really good show I'm currently watching Sace Monos Sace Monos I haven't finished I've only gotten two episodes in and it's so far so good it's like a Mexican or a Spanish anime which I kind of find kind of cool because I can they say words that I, I understand but it's mostly in English with a little bit of like Spanish thrown in there uh, but it you know, I don't know when I'm going to finish that. I got busy this week. And, you know, I don't know how much episodes I'm going to watch this week. I don't know when I'll finish it. But coming up, uh, Star Wars is coming out this month. So I'm kind of excited to see that. I'm going to do a podcast of that. Uh, Christmas is coming up as well. Um, and there's just... I want to see Frozen. I don't know if... Or Frozen 2. I don't know if, when I'll get around to seeing it. If I'll get around to seeing it. But the holidays are quick approaching. So I have some stuff to talk about. You know, from here... From now to... From here to then, you know... 
I have some stuff to review with you guys. No concerts coming up. The concerts kind of died out. Um, so no musical reviews. But yeah, anyways, I'll get this. I'll get this episode up as quickly as I can here. Um, I just wanted to touch on those three shows that I watched. Phenomenal! All three are really good. Well worth my time. Um, phenomenal. Demon Slayer is absolutely good. Absolutely great. One Punch Season 2 is phenomenal. And the Dragon Prince 3 2 is right up there with him. So, alright. Until, until the next time, I'm out, you guys. Late.